Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. I'm Kip. And it is my turn to speak now. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is my episode. I did the research. I read, I did two things. I Kip read, is in charge. I read one study and listened to someone else's podcast. And that is now what I will talk back at you now. Mm. <laughs> so I love regurgitating information I heard <laughs> elsewhere. That's called learning, actually. It is actually literally learning. So and teaching. Learning and, and teaching. they've usually used other sources to create that source. So mm-hmm. it's like multiple sources, and that's mm-hmm. how it works. It's sourceception. This is the flow of information mm-hmm. into a society. Yes, Rue. Yep. Rue she agrees. She it. loves science and history. Yes. And dingoes, which is what this episode is about. Is she loves dingoes. Dingo? Because she looks exactly like one. She could be a dingo. Fatter. She's a fat dingo. And it's the press. Her ears don't stick up. Well, she's a floppy ear She's domesticated. Dingo. She's a domesticated dingo. She's a domesticated dingo. And she's going to continue grumbling, quite mm-hmm. possibly, because mm-hmm. she agrees yeah. she's a dingo. Yep, we got some roof thunder in the background. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so why dingoes? Yeah, let's, well, okay, I'm not going to tell you why dingoes. Oh, That's I'm sorry. That's an existential you. question. No, I, why dare anything, Daniel? Why? What do you mean well, why No, I meant, I, I meant why did you decide dingoes oh, for a topic? Why wouldn't you, though? Yeah, dingoes are pretty great. I, I didn't know if there was a particular, like, corner of your heart, a dingo I mean, saved yeah, you as a child. You know what? You know what? Dingoes do live in my heart. You're okay. right. You I just what? didn't know if there was, there could have been a cool story, like a dark and stormy night, and they... Like a dingoes rescue Have you seen It's actually, you know what, kinda. I would say that my love of dingoes comes from the fact that I actually, when I was a child, was really obsessed with thylacines. Thylacines are not wild dogs. They are actually marsupials, but they are dog-like. In, oh, in okay. Um, and, and so I just kind of... You dog-like know. marsupials. What are they called? Thylacines are also known as Tasmanian tigers because oh. they're striped. Oh, oh, I know what that is. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. that name. Yeah, yeah. Man, At yeah. first, I almost said pal- like uh, Palestines. I'm like, Palestines. Oh, no, yep, that's not Palestines. it. <laughs> that's they have not really it. Great food. If you really, if you need okay. one, if you go over for, to their house for dinner, they'll oh, be extinct. Happy. Okay. Yeah, they're extinct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. There is a video clip of like the last thylacine and it's really fascinating and he yawns and it's so adorable and I would say that they are my spirit animal <laughs> as every animal you talk about every becomes. animal I talk about is kind of my spirit animal dingoes also my spirit animal <laughs> so okay sorry I didn't mean to distract us so that's why dingoes because I like them <laughs> And that's probably going to be the same answer for every single one I do. They're pretty so, adorable. They're pretty freaking adorable. Um, so the etymology of the word dingo, uh, as with all things involving Australian history, I like to learn about the etymology of the names, dingoes, kangaroo, you know, kangaroo being a famous, that famous story of like the, the uh, uh, what is it? The British uh, invaders coming to Australia and asking the First Nations people, oh, what's a, what, what is that? And they're, them saying kangaroo in that actually meaning, I don't know. I don't know if that's actually true. I did dig that up some time ago. I forgot if that's true or not. But it's a famous, it's, it's famous, uh, uh, what is it, folklore, mm-hmm. you know, about the, the etymology of kangaroo. So I was like, oh, so what's the etymology of dingo? What's the real etymology of dingo? Mm-hmm. And uh, the word 
is a, oh, I didn't, I didn't Google the pronunciations. I apologize. I know I'm going to get these wrong, but, um, it's a, um, Daorong language word used by the First Nations people of what came to be known as Sydney. Uh, with the invasion of the British colonists starting back in 1788, Watkin Tench documented this interaction with the First Nations people in his journal known as uh, Narrative of the Expedition to Botany Bay, where he says the only domestic animal they have is the dog which in their language is called dingo. Huh. And a good deal uh, resembles the fox dog of England. These animals are equally shy to us and attached to the natives. One of them is now in the possession of the governor and toler uh, <laughs> tolerably well concealed. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Tolerably well reconciled to his new master. So, the captain got him. The, the governor got himself a dingo. Um, also known as Canis familiaris, or Canis lupus dingo. The history of dingoes uh, has, largely, uh, has been largely incomplete for a long time, but with the progress of uh, genetic evaluation, we have started to unravel the mysteries of the dingo. Uh, I will refer largely to a study done in 2004, which we, uh, which will be linked in the, in the source material. So I've got that down. It was actually really easy to find the, the study for the, um, for, for the history of dingoes because so it's it like the first thing on Google when you Google so wait, where the it's dingoes a come from. study of the history. It's a, it's a genetic study oh. of dingoes to back up archeological. We'll, we'll get into it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. At first I thought like, what did they have a, um, <laughs> A double yeah, no, blind it's, study it's of the dingoes. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna. A double we're blind gonna... study of dingoes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so blind... so this is a dingo. No, you're a dingo. If they add, they <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I think I'm just so used to hearing study in the. Um, you're a dog. <laughs> in, the, in the context of like a medication or trial or something mm -hmm. that I forget that is like, Oh, also you can use study to literally just mean like research actually animals, researching yeah. anything. Yeah. 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 Oh, like we're going to, we're going to loosely dip into mitochondrial DNA. I'm not going to be able to interpret it very well because I am not a geneticist, Aww. but I do find it fascinating. So maybe next <clears throat> time. Maybe next time. Maybe, maybe next that. time you'll maybe get that. You'll, you'll finally get that PhD. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get my bachelor's first. Right. Uh, so it's a, <laughs> as someone who has a bachelor's, it's overrated. I am. I will never have a. Actually, <laughs> am I the only? Yeah, I'm the only one here. You're the only college graduate anyway, in this room right it's now. It's overrated. Everyone's cost too much money. Everyone, it does. You make the least amount of money. I love you. I do. I'm a college graduate. Yes. No, this is fine. It's a, it's a running joke at XXX coffee shop. Someone's like, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, well, I have a degree in animation. They're like, wow. And I'm like, and I chose coffee. You chose coffee to be my whole life. My whole life because it's the only thing it's steady that's work. steady. It is. It is steady work. Everyone's gonna always want gonna coffee. Keep needing coffee. Mm -hmm. Yep. As Every I've been, as I've learned through a pandemic, we are a essential worker, and people oh, yeah. they lose, keep wanting to not make it at home. Yeah, people lose their mind if I'm like, 
Oh, I'm sorry. We're out of that. How could you? I'm gonna How die. Dare Wait, you? What? My yeah. one happy moment of the whole day. Uh, we have a shortage of oat milk right now. Which, by the, the way, God. the hippies. The thing is, oat milk. We literally just released it like maybe three or four months ago. Mm-hmm. We're out of it. Oh, well, I can't even. It's like, what'd you do before the what'd oat you milk? Do four months ago. They yeah. don't remember. Their lives have worked. Yeah, changed. everything has changed. And they're like, well, I have to go somewhere else. It's an area-wide shortage as they drive away. Yep, yep. I would always make uh, my vegan coffees with coconut. I, as coconut fact, or almond is the most popular I, sub. I legitimately make my coffee at home with mm-hmm. sugar and coconut milk still yeah. to this day. The only time I ever really... If I'm not at work, I do get a lot of coffee outside of my house, but that's because I work at a coffee shop and it's free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the only times I get coffee, like, on outs, it's like, well, I'm leaving very early for errands, and if I literally stay and make food, I know it's going to, like, tip like, me. As we go for a road trip. Yeah, a road trip right. or, like, something like that. It's going to tip me to be like, well, I could just not leave my house, and the errands could get done tomorrow magically. <laughs> Tomorrow's Dan problem. Magically. Yep, yep. Oh, my gosh. I have so many tomorrow Kip problems. So I'm, yeah. I'm slowly catching up on them. Oh, don't worry. Tomorrow yeah. Kip and Dan's got this. Okay. They're very capable. Tomorrow Kip and Dan are both very <laughs> competent. They have energy. They'll have a list that will get done. They've got Monster in the fridge. <laughs> oh, that's cool. People like monsters. I don't. I, you know what? You know what's even worse is not getting my work yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. Look. I wasn't trying to shame you. I'm sorry. I would, I'm just. I'm worried. I'd much rather have a heart attack at my desk. I don't I've want had... you to have a heart attack. That's my concern. I work with too many people who drink energy drinks. I've given up on like, hey guys, that's not good for you. I'm like, just can you just please just drink coffee like a normal human you. to get your caffeine? But yeah. it's got uh, it's got B vitamins. Sure. Yes. Sure. Eat more vegan. I drink. Vitamins. I drink the sugar-free ones. Oh, okay. That's yeah. good. It's healthy. It's healthy. Got riboflavin. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Mm. If you it if you look at it, it's got riboflavin in there. It's only no, calories. no. Heath, it's healthy. We figured it's that got B vitamins. That cancels out the part that can give you a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. Very young if you drink a lot of it. No. Years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Uh, we were um, talking about a study of dingo. Yes, dingoes. Dingo studies and their genetics. Yes. What is a dingo? It's a wild dog. It's a canine. That. A dingo is a sandy orange wild canine that is the only wild dog native to Australia. Okay. They resemble a cross between a coyote and a Shiba Inu. I truly believe this in the bottom of my heart. They're, they're, so they're cute. coyote yeah. Shibus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That like makes that. sense. They're sassy. Yeah. And I want to pet them, but I know that they wouldn't like that. Uh, no. They might uh, eat your hand. Yeah. Dingoes inhabit a, all parts of Australia. Other similar dog specimens uh, would be the Indian pariah dog and the New Guinea singing dog. And when you Google these dogs, they look exactly the same. So the New Guinea singing dog is mm-hmm. a type of dingo? but or it, is, is a, it is a type of wild dog. Okay, so it's like That a lives in New Guinea. It's like Southeast Asia, but yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, okay. So they just look similar, and that's another type it's of not, dog. Okay, okay. So uh, for some reason, I misheard it. I'm like, not oh, it's, it's dingoes got exported, and they call them New Guinea singing dogs. They are separate dogs. Actually, it, no. Well, here, hold on. Oh, I'm, gonna oh, get into I'm sorry. It. It's the other way around. What they found in the study is that the New Guinea singing dog was brought over through, like, multiple bottlenecks mm-hmm. to Australia, uh-huh. and then that became the dingo. 
So uh, I, I I go more into it. We're jumping. Okay, ahead a sorry, bit. sorry. I, yeah. My questions end up skipping ahead. Uh, spoilers. Do that. Spoilers. Do that I get confused. <laughs> to quote the aforementioned 2004 study, uh, in measures of skull morphology, values for dingoes have been those of uh, dogs and wolves overlapping in both. So basically, what they're saying is that. The, the skull shape of the dingo is kind of like an in-between of dogs and wolves. So they're not quite a dog, not quite a wolf. They're just kind of like a wild dog in-between. Uh, and the size is, is about the same. So um, were, were uh, dingoes ever truly domesticated? Uh, mostly it lived as a wild animal, but some groups of aboriginals used dingoes in a semi-domestic state, as mentioned before in that quote from that one guy. Oh. I already forgot his name. It's been five minutes. I got the pet then. Uh, yeah. It's, as pets or in hunting. So it's kind of like our early adoption of wolves when yeah. we first started domesticating yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, So okay, the aboriginals okay. used dingoes in a semi-domestic state, yeah. Um, looking back... Uh, we see some archaeological clues on the dingo's origins. Dingoes themselves, uh, being the only wild dog in Australia, are not present as a native on the close local island of Tasmania. Okay. Tasmania, as an island, was cut off from Australia, uh, from the Australian mainland roughly 12,000 years ago. Okay. So the earliest evidence of dingoes themselves in Australia was from roughly 3,000 500 years ago. So from this, we can generally narrow down the dingoes' migration uh, to Australia to between 12,000 and 3,500 years ago. So it had to have been somewhere in there. Uh, when we turn our gaze to the closest populated landmass, being Southeast Asia archipelago, we know there has always been at least a persistent 50-kilometer expanse of sea cutting Australia off from it at its lowest point. Right. Um, given this information, the fact that Southeast Asia is home to very similar featured dogs, such as the Indian pariah dog, uh, we can deduce that it is likely that Asian mariners brought the dogs over to, Aust to the Australian mainland several thousands of years ago. Mm. So... I thought that was cool. That is cool. Yeah. Shipping out with your dogs. Yeah. Um, Classic uh, transport animals. The first, is this the first Australian invasive species by sailors? I mean, 3,000 years, roughly over 3,000 years. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you're invasive at that say. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> okay. However. 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 <laughs> However, mm -hmm. from this, uh, we should be able to find genetic evidence of such a compelling journey. In the 2004 study, they gathered samples of 211 dingoes and compared them to a worldwide sample of 676 dogs and wolves. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, I have a side note here. What was I thinking? There are people who are called dingo fanciers who just straight up keep what? dingoes. Oh. Some of these samples were donated from these dingoes as well as other various sources. So yeah, they gathered dingo samples from like wild dingoes that were caught in dingoes in reservations from dingo fanciers and stuff like that. Honestly, I, I like, feel like the 
Ego Fancier could be a like a better name. Yeah, I like, like half fancy. You yeah. want you want a murder dog? Dingo fancy. I just I find it funny. It's like I collect exotic animals. No, no, I am a dingo fancier. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I only collect dingoes from the wild, and they must eat my arm off. I only have yes. half an arm. No, down. no, you get them as a baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I'm a I'm a experienced dingo fancier. <laughs> I like they're the less danger. likely to maul you. Mm-hmm. Can't keep it a cat though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, dinger, the dingoes were chosen based on their closeness and appearance to uh, traditional dingoes to rule out feral dogs or dog-dingo hybrids. Right. Uh, the study measured the divergence of dingoes from these other canine species. Uh, uh, I did a typo here, and now it's thrown off the entire sentence. Oh, no. Um, What's the typo? Here, I'll just read it out the way I said it. Okay. The study to measure the divergence of dingoes from these other canine species, oh, was calculated by using the A29 uh, mitochondrial DNA type. Okay, that wasn't a typo. My brain just farted. Okay. I mean, I those are hard what words. I was what I was saying. Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell and very hard to mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One That's... of the many things I've learned from Bill Nye. Yeah, right? Yeah, or maybe that was one of the other. No, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Inertia is a property of matter, and I will forever know this. Inertia is a property of matter. Yep. I will say, uh, my science teacher in like third or fourth grade, anytime we started a chapter, we watched a Bill Nye show mm-hmm. episode equivalent, and all of the children in class, no matter how much we disliked science, would all sing along with it. Mm-hmm. It was a good show. We loved yeah. it. It's like, I, can't I hate science. I guys disliked science. Yeah, we, science was my favorite so I, I wanted well, to grow no, to be a you, scientist Well, no, so I'm bad. talking about like my fourth grade class, even the kids who did not like oh, science. We're, we're singing along to yeah, 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 yeah. They're because, like, that's because it was a sick intro. It was a great intro. And it was also built for, like, just constant stimming your brain. Just yeah. Beep, boop, beep, beep. He's like, this is a balloon. Pop. You know? Yeah. It's very hands-on. force. Okay, uh, so dingoes migrated, and they did a test study in dingo fanciers. You know, Bill and I never got married. I just thought that was interesting. Okay. Oh, he was too busy educating <laughs> the, busy the, the educating the, brainwashing the masses. No, he's still screaming at us. He is. He screams know. at millennials, and he's he did that thing. He was like, he "Bill Why? Nye saves the world." Yeah, he yeah. was like, "Yeah." I didn't raise you fuckers to be this way. And I'm like, Bill, Bill speak the truth. Bill, we're trying. You got to really take out the old people. It's not our fault, it man. Me, Bill. We're trying. We're being. We're, we're being. making the fucking decisions. Thanks, Bill. Can you go educate our dummies? Yeah. Look, it's people your age and older that are yeah. making most of the decisions. Yeah. Sorry, it's not our generation, yeah. bud. No. Well, not completely. We're pissed off, but we feel defeated Mornings. anyway. Okay, so dingoes no, and mitochondria are pretty bad too. So tell me about the powerhouse of the cell. We grew up a lot more racist than I thought we were going to be. Well, yeah. <laughs> so Maybe really the next generation will get it right. <laughs> Gen Gen uh, Gen Z, no. I, I... Why? Whoa! What no, the... because that's humanity. We, oh, yeah, oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The odds are not with us. Well, anyway. they're, they're Gen Alpha, absolutely not. 
I like mean, good stuff, alpha. but you know what? Animals are great. Let's That's talk about That's the next dingoes. generation after Z. The alphabet's starting over. We're really over. just starting over. That's yeah, so we're starting over. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's bizarre. I will say, as I, someone who works with a lot of Gen Zers, mm-hmm. they're a good crew. I believe in them. That's because... Uh, that's because uh, XXX Coffee Manager hires neurodivergent people. Well, no, I'm just saying I've dealt with a lot of different like high yeah. schoolers and kids of that generation with lots of different backgrounds. They're a lot like they're. Do- I think they're gonna be okay if we can set them up the best we can. I think they can carry it further than us. I'll, I'll try. I tried earlier. Powerhouse of the cell. Tell me about the powerhouse of the dingo. Oh, animals are good. I'm actually just bantering because I realize I don't have a whole lot of information. The quote, to quote the study, <laughs> the mutation rate of the uh, analyzed region was estimated to, uh, was, ooh, blah, come on, get back into it. To quote the study, the mutation rate of the analyzed region was estimated from the mean genetic distance between a dingo, dog, and wolf. Uh, mitochondrial DNA types and the coyote types in the polygenetic tree and the assumption of a divergence time between wolves and coyotes of one million years, uh, which is based on a first appearance of wolves roughly 700,000 years ago and of coyotes roughly one million years ago. With my side note being, coyotes are apparently older than wolves. Ah. Which I like that fact, because I am a bigger fan of coyotes than wolves. So, are are dingoes... We are not the same! Are dingoes (laughs) older than coyotes, or they're younger? They're they're younger than both. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I do like a good coyote. Yeah. I think we should put it in the bathroom. I'm not saying all that again. You guys, you listeners can deal with the cat. <laughs> We're putting move. Oliver in our hobby room, which is no, now cat jail. I'm gonna just move the noisy thing away from him. I think Oliver is gonna start fights with Sydney, but okay. <laughs> cat person. No, he's not. I'm just putting a few noisy things away and hoping he will respect the. Well, I'm just saying, audio. between all the cat toys and all the cats, what's the common denominator about the noisy things? Okay. Maybe it's the one cat making all the noise, but whatever. I'm gonna give him... And, you know, that room has food and water and litter boxes. I will give him... Okay, we're gonna continue now. Okay. We're gonna let Oliver have freedom. We're not gonna capture him and put him in an enclosed prison. Put him in a cat room. Oh, no. (laughs) Cat jail. We could just bring a dingo in here and let him loose. No. <laughs> no <I'm just> <laughs> I think Oliver could take a dingo. I Oliver could probably take a dingo. He's very small. Bounce right off his dumb head. Have you seen the way he plays with our dogs? No, he would get mauled because he'd be like, my friend! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, God. Okay. After digging through the data, this is me getting tired of reading this study and then summing it up really quick. Yeah, that's fair. After digging through the data, this is a lot of broad, vague statements are about to happen. Our scientific uh, (laughs) studies, maybe not the most, like, reader-friendly thrill ride of a novel. Not when you're in a rush. And I really wanted to do this episode, but also I got tired. So, anyway. After digging through the data... The conclusion seems to be that dingo DNA is very narrow compared to the, di- to the diversity in domestic dogs. 
The belief that the population that made it to Australia could be as small as a single pregnant female. Or a small pack that lost genetic variety from one or several bottlenecks. Okay. On its uh, its journey through the Southeast Asian islands from the Asia mainland. The pre-European archaeological samples seem to indicate a single founding event and no substantial uh, introduction of other dog types prior to European invasion. And I call it European invasion instead of colonialism because I'm just, you know, spelling it out like it is. Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, (laughs) a lot of colonialism was European invasion, but yeah. yeah. Well, that's what it is. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Uh... The last line of the study sums up how incredible dingoes are, and this is this is why I res- this is a part this is one minuscule reason why I respect the dingo. After roughly thirty five hundred years of isolation, the dingoes represent a unique isolate of early undifferentiated dogs. Right. So they're basically like ancient dogs. I that think that's sense. so cool. Yeah, they're they just got like it. a little... They got it perfect early on. Yeah. They got why, it. Why, why fix it? Why fix what's broken? You yeah. can have a dingo. That and they it's didn't broken. have a lot of like competition or other uh, species they could populate with, so yeah, exactly. kind of keep that, that genetic similarity. Yeah. And, and then later, someone's like, hey, I bet that dog could be a good sheep dog and create the blue healer. <laughs> yeah, let's let's go ahead. This, we'll this, this pull uh, back to Lassie and uh Yeah, this dog is healer. pretty great, but you know what would make it greater? A dingo. Put a little of the crazy in its You know, let's put a little crazy in this nice dog. Yeah. I think that would do better for a uh, herd in your Papa, cow. No. <laughs> I've been, uh, Papa, I don't love him. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> children, your children will be spectacular. We interrupt this program to bring you an important message from our sponsors. Well, not sponsors per se, but it is time to pay the vet bills. Pet Parents Pod now has a website, PetParentsPod.com, where you can go and learn about all the different ways to support the podcast. We also have a Patreon now. There's a link to that as well, along with all of our socials, a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. It's going to be Patreon.com slash PetParentsPod. Anything and everything can help. We would appreciate your support. PetParentsPod.com also lists that we are a BarkBox affiliate, so any special offers that we have, which will be effective during certain date ranges that are listed, are going to be on that page. There's a link to BarkBox under the Ways to Support page on the website. We also want to remind everyone that regardless of whether other special offers are going on, anytime you subscribe to BarkBox using the link BarkBox.com slash PetParentsPod, you can get free extra month of BarkBox for your subscription. If you enjoy our content, spread the word, tell your friends and family that are also animal lovers. Now back to your regularly scheduled episode. So now that we're back from the commercial break, this is section two of Hot Diggity Hot Diggity Dingo. <laughs> this is when dingoes uh, hit showtime. Yep. And do the musicals. Yep. Hot Diggity Dingo. This is when dingoes become famous in the worst way possible. It's going to be a disaster. Oh, God. They're wild animals. Does the dingo eat the baby? No, so, that's a stereotype. Uh, on August kill the audience. 17, 1980, Lindy and Michael Chamberlain 
took their four children, which included their two-month-old baby, Azaria Chamberlain, on a camping trip to Ayers Rock. Stupid. <laughs> they uh, offered up their child as uh, ability to camp in the Ayers Rock, I guess? Yep, that's it. So, wait, did... <laughs> I, I thought that was always just, like, a joke. Didn't go eat my baby. Is that oh, I mean, really I'm, based on I'm something? I'm assuming at some point, yeah, that some baby or one or more babies were eaten by Well, yeah, but, but I did But also, it seems like just, just a stereotype. It does. It, but apparently, there's a case study. This is based on my favorite murder, ah. who also did the research for this. And I am just kind of, I listened to it, and then I wrote it up, and and here we go. It's not plagiarism because I didn't actually copy and paste their show notes. And you're not. I did actually write up from memory what they did. And it's it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, That's I mean, it's not yeah. like you were quoting them. Yeah, and it is actually source. literally, this does come from My Favorite Murder yeah. and their sources, which right. they did a lot more extensive research. And if you would like to listen to all of the details that they, they provide, it is episode uh, 132, Awful Peanut. Which is, which is kind of funny. <laughs> so, I, I would it. like to... I, I hate when Peanut face. Goes Bad meets babies. <laughs> Especially in Georgia, it's a travesty. You can't they cover have... murders not by humans. Um, it's, they, it's just stories. Um, Ayers Rock is a famous natural landmark in North Australia. So you know that, that famous natural landmark in Australia that's just like a big round red rock? Yeah, it's like a big plateau. Yeah, it's a big it's... plateau. That's Ayers Rock. Okay. Yeah, very famous. If people, you know anything about Australia, people, then, then... People like to go there. I, I've yeah, seen people, pictures. People go there and do things sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what the Chamberlains did. After enjoying a day of hiking and, uh, uh, you know, basking in the natural scenery, they had noticed dingoes mulling around their site. Other campers have corroborated this fact, and uh, one family even said the dingo had grabbed hold of their older daughter's sleeve after they had been feeding it scraps. Don't feed. Don't feed. So they were feeding feeding the dingo dingo scraps. So the dingo went, oh, I've been invited to your family picnic. I'll take this I'll just take your arm. How about this arm here? And what if I take the little screaming one? You don't need that one, right? That that was my treat. This was the older daughter. Oh, they this... grabbed they grabbed the, the sleeve of the older daughter because oh. they had been feeding it. This was a different family oh, okay. who had mentioned that to the to the police. Oh, okay. Why when... are they feeding like sizable carnivores? It's like the people who fed the bear in uh-huh. California. There was also people like don't feed try... carnivores. There there were people. You're feeding... made of meat. <laughs> I heard a story about, like, some people feeding coyotes in California, like, in urban areas, and mm-hmm. so it was bringing more coyotes into the urban um, areas. Yeah, those are dangerous. And it's like, uh, someone's like, yeah, please, they're American dingoes. don't do mm-hmm. that. They can eat smaller dogs, cats, like, they're yeah, not... Yeah, small children. Yeah. They can get babies Like, don't encourage, don't encourage coyotes and wolves mm-hmm. or anyone to eat. That's why I, I do like wolves more than coyotes, partially because they are less likely, because their behavior, they avoid humans. They're less likely to kill your pets mm-hmm. and small children because yeah. they avoid humans. Yeah. And, uh, you know, domesticated areas. People, I think, are are largely more afraid of wolves also. They are. So they'll lash back against them. They're like, they're bigger than coyotes. Yeah, they are. Coyotes are kind of like 
they're like pesky, but they're, they're like, dangerous. They're like scruffier, scrappier wolves. Mm-hmm. They're smaller. They're smaller, yeah. Yeah, and they're they, they have to scavenge, and they're a little more desperate. Like that's how they come across. Yeah, exactly. So, Lindy finished breastfeeding Azaria and laid her down to rest in a bassinet that was inside her tent approximately 30 feet from the picnic table on the site. She covered Azaria in blankets, where her son grabbed her attention and was asking for something to eat. They walked over to the picnic table when, after some time, they heard sharp cries coming coming from the tent where Azaria was supposed to be sleeping. Lindy quickly looked over and saw a dingo carrying something away from the tent, she rushed over and dug through the blankets and didn't find Azaria. She started running towards the dingo and screaming, My God, my God, a dingo's got my baby. Police and park authorities were called and even aboriginal trackers were brought in and they followed dingo prints. Uh, oh, that's a typo. They found dingo prints in front of the tent and the trail where they saw drag marks and spots uh, uh, where some clothing had been put down and then picked up again. Um, the detail was so fine that they could see the cloth marks in the loose soil. Um, that's, that is something that they mentioned on the podcast. Uh, uh, so, I thought uh, that was really fascinating. Trigger yeah. warning, everyone. <laughs> okay, well, you should have known when we started talking about... I think I'm reading it. Yeah. It was very obvious. Um, so wait, sorry. Backwards a little bit. Mm-hmm. This family knew about the other family mentioning that the dingoes. No. Got, okay. Uh, they okay. didn't know that. This, this is all is... just stuff they gathered after the fact. Okay. okay so police yeah. gathered the other people feeding, and then this family was just picnicking. And I guess instead of taking the infant and letting her sleep in the bassinet on the picnic table, just leave her in the tent. That seems like We're a good like, People shouldn't be allowed to camp here in tents. Well, at the time. We'll get into it. I'm assuming this is, like, the first major dingo attack in the area. People didn't believe it could happen. Mm. They did not believe it could happen. They even argued that babies... babies, can't defend themselves. They also argued that dingoes couldn't even put baby heads... Like, a dingo couldn't put a baby head in its mouth. Do they know how squishy baby heads? Dingoes actually can open up their mouths wider than any other dog creature on the earth. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And there was a picture... In the uh, eventual court case of Why does that matter, a dingo though, holding a baby head in his mouth, they can still kill a baby without putting the head in. The yeah, mouth. I, I will say that seems a like baby. a weird argument to make. No, it no, was the, relevant. It was incredibly okay. Relevant sorry, continue important. your story. Yeah. We're interrupting. It's not, but continue. Sorry. <laughs> However, they eventually lost track of the trail and had to call off the search. A man eventually found. Uh, some clothes that belonged to Azaria, and when he called authorities, he noticed one of the officers grabbed the clothing uh, off the ground, and after observing it, tried to place it back the way it had originally been. So the guy who found the clothing, because they knew that the search was going on, he deliberately did not disturb the site. He immediately called the police, and the police came over, and it just instantly started fucking everything up. So, well, that sounds like some sloppy detective work and searching for a lost. If, I mean, at yeah. this point, I'm sorry. Try to recover the body for a funeral, but I don't think that baby made it. No, obviously yeah. it wouldn't. Yeah. Have. It's a baby. The coroner did give a report that confirmed that the articles found were consistent with a dingo attack. 
but something happened during the police investigation that caused the officers to reject the notion that a dingo uh, could have done this. Wait, are they trying to claim, like, the family went out to the middle of nowhere, framed a dingo for killing their baby? Is that what they're saying? Or that it was abducted by a human? At the time, dingoes were seen as largely harmless. However, we know now that it is, this is not the case. The story was sensationalized, and Lindy and Michael were charged with Azaria's murder. Oh my god. The case seemed to hinge on the fact that the clothes found were not torn. They didn't appear to be ripped apart in a way that one might assume from a wild animal attack. However... As Lindy explained herself in an infamous interview, she remained stoic and kind of stony-faced yeah. as she described how dingoes will paw at the, their prey and peel the skin like an orange. That's a quote of hers. Oh, my God. And that's likely what happened with Azaria's clothes. People took this moment as cold and guilty. Uh, no, she had to research that. Yeah, however, we cannot judge grief, especially when the evidence suggests otherwise. She was probably trying not to think about God, what that would yeah. actually look like for her child. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, if I was a mom, I would probably be digging into that shit too. Probably, I don't know. Also, I don't know. Well, if like, you're being accused of like the murder of your own baby, yeah, you would have to. Mm-hmm. And it's not like. She murdered any of her other children, so this yeah, seems like a weird. That was one thing that stuck out, stuck out in the case, and I didn't write most of this down because right. I really didn't want to plagiarize them. But right. um, one of the things that stuck out in the case was the fact that there was zero motive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one ever found any motive was... whatsoever of why they would have done this. As a matter of fact, when Lindy was Did... incarcerated, she was pregnant with a new baby. Wait, wait, wait. Did they ever find the body to the infant? Nope. Never. Never, ever. So, why and they would... did actually start, the cops at the time, when they believed them, were actually searching, um, they, they were actually hunting and killing dingoes and searching their, their guts for, for infant remnants. Or, yeah. Yeah. I think that would be hard. Like to... Jaws. Yeah. I, I feel like, Rue, stop. Rue's very upset. She's very she, upset. She does not like the fact that a dingo hurt a child. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't like it either. Yeah. Um, no, that's, like, insane. It's like, no, I watched a dingo carry my baby away. No, no, you did the murdering. Why would I murder my child? I have several children I have not murdered. Yeah. You just lost it, lady. Why would you lie and say that an animal thought to be harmless? Did yeah, it. did if, it. If you exactly. had done it. Exactly. That's a really also, bad... Also, wait, what year was this? What year was this? 1980. I'm sorry, there are plenty of easier ways to murder your infant without getting caught. Yeah, exactly. Like, so the forensic yeah. evidence wasn't there. Big there are certain things they wouldn't be able to track. It's like babies die suddenly. There yeah. are plenty of easier ways than a dingo ate my baby. Yeah. So that was why the police force was like, well, a dingo can't pick a hold a baby's head in its mouth. That's and then the, the, then they had relevant. to bring the lawyer in to be like, well, <laughs> look at this, you know. So, But also, it was, did you know... It was holding a baby doll's head in its mouth. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how they kind of showed that that was fucking wrong. I like how hell. that's their logic. Oh, they just can't pick up a baby. It's like, wait, yeah, what? It's, that, that showed did, that the police were lying. It's yeah. so stupid, though, because it's like, did you know they could, like, put their mouth around the neck? Yeah, that you can kill a baby. You can carry them that way. Yeah. Uh, dogs could probably fit their mouths around. Yeah. You could it literally for them to show that the cops were deliberately lying, though. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that's just, that's ridiculous. That's such a stupid argument. What they go into is why the family was demonized. So the family themselves were Seventh-day Adventists. And at the time, Seventh-day Adventism was largely unknown. Right. And so people thought it was a cult. They thought it was like, you know, it was was satanic panic. Wait, wait, wait. They thought the Seventh-day Adventists, which is like my family. It's like. Truly ignorant. (laughs) Yeah. They thought they had sacrificed their baby. Seventh-day Adventists. Yes, Seventh-day Adventists. Hey, Waco. Well, that Jonestown. Well, that that stuff hadn't happened. But the, yet, right? Jonestown happened. So, but Jones, okay, but Jonestown, they killed. Ev- they didn't sacrifice one person. No, no, they, they killed. Did, they poisoned everyone with Kool Aid and then shot them all down with machine guns. Yeah, for people who started running and people started dying. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's a completely. Di- but that's stop. a completely different way to. Ki- you don't just kill one of your children. One baby. And will like, do it. We're all good now. From what I understand, <laughs> some Adventists don't like to kill children overall i would say in my experience with the religion that is a correct statement yes they tend to like <laughs> children to live sacrifice yeah. to god that i know of i mean there's only one time in the bible that i remember god telling someone to kill their child but then I mean, he was he like did say to dash the chil- the heads of the children of babylon against rocks but that was more genocide well okay okay We're, i'm talking like specifically a parent killing a specific child not one of the many times he like smited families and towns for not believing in him. I'm talking about the Abraham goat bush thing. Oh, you got to. Yeah, yeah, where he's like, go take your son to sacrifice him. Like, other than the the whole bedding thing. Don't do that, actually. But uh, I got a ram. You love me now, so cool, cool, cool. Here's a ram. You can you can sacrifice that instead. Sacrifice that instead. You're good. We're we're skipping. We're skipping the Egypt killing all the firstborns. We're skipping um, Lot's whole family situation because that was just a bet with the devil and then we're gonna... Oh, that was uh, Job, not Lot. Job. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Job. Get get your shit straight. No, wait. I thought Lot... That was Job. Lot was something else. He found... Lot's family... He was... I thought Lot was a... like most, yeah, let's live Google this because I, I maybe if I'm wrong, I would like to not be because wrong. I thought Lot was like the person he basically made a devil a bet with the devil that he the devil could turn uh, his most devout follower against him, and he's yeah. like, You can never turn Lot, and he's like, Well, let's let's see how much Lot can take. And he like got his whole family died sick, like wealthy, all that stuff, all that got taken away. Yeah, I thought that was Job. Could be wrong. Oh, Lot was the one where his wife was turned into a pillar of salt. That was one. Oh, okay. that was Lot. Yeah. Okay, so Job was. The, he took in the angels, and then they were like, "Cool, we got to kill this whole town now. You got to get out." But oh, don't look back. Don't look back. And yeah. then the wife looked back, and she turned into a pillar of salt. And he was like, "Well, oh well, I guess." Yeah. That. So Sodom and Gomorrah. That was that's Lot, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So Job. He was the only. He. That's right. Lot was the only. Yeah. And then he got drunk and his daughters tried to have sex with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun, fun stuff. Fun. Yeah. 
So besides that, overall, Christianity promotes not killing children. Aside from <laughs> all of the child murder. And, and the flooding of the world, and no. the smiting of Babel and Gomorrah. But don't you dare get an abortion. Anyway, this is getting political now. Uh, um. <laughs> so, okay, so they were Seventh-day Adventists, and yeah, everyone in Australia is like, they, they follow clearly. Satan. They're like, wait, no, we have a Bible. And they're like, Satan's Bible. It's literally the, it's the Bible. <laughs> no, no. That everything you go to church on Saturday instead of Sunday. That's Satan, Satan's day. Uh, Saturday is Satan's uh, day. Has so in the name. It was it was a satanic panic. It was very much a witch hunt, which Ow. was again satanic panic. And so they were. Uh, of they were, seventh. I'm sorry. I just still. I still. They're just, vegans. They're like fucking. They're yeah. No. All the, they're not. Hey, look. I'm not saying Seventh Day Adventists are perfect. No, I'm they just are saying crazy. When when someone my went, family is fucking crazy. I'm just saying if you went to me and went ah uh, this group is obviously a worshiper of Satan. I'm like oh which religious group? Seventh Day Adventists. No. You would not expect. Kellogg. No, I mean famous. Kellogg's bad dude. Like yeah. I don't think it's necessarily like most religion organized religion. It has lots of flaws. Oh, lots of flaws. But I wouldn't say mm, those are the Satanists. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, also, with her with her stoic description of of feeling skin like an orange with the dingo, I feel like I can kind of understand that because. I have a, a person. Okay, I've been through a lot of shit, mm-hmm. and sometimes now getting older, I find it harder to react appropriately to things, more so than I did when I was a kid. Because if you don't laugh at it, you're like, not gonna cry. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't. I don't laugh very much anymore. I don't really cry very much anymore. Not not as much as I did when I was younger. It's mm-hmm. it's it's weird, and I kind of feel like. I can relate to her just kind of being in shock and just bad, just well, saying, Dad, this is how dingoes work. It feels like something I would do. Compartmentalizing yeah. is yeah, compartmentalizing, a, yeah, exactly. she, it sounds like, first of all, she was dealing with the we loss of life. a child. Yeah. She was being accused of murdering this child after like several so days of up. trying to Horrifying. rescue and relocate at least the body of the child. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can't imagine the guilt you would feel. It's like, well, why didn't I just let her sleep with me? Why did I put... Why wasn't I there? And the the son that, like, distracted his mom... Because he's a child. He probably grew up... And this is something I mentioned in the podcast, but I agree. I'm doubling down on it. Yeah. He probably grew up pretty fucked up. Like, if I hadn't bothered my mom, you know... I'm never bothered... Stayed by my sister, she she would be dead. She wouldn't be dead. None of this would have happened. wouldn't have apparently gone to jail. Yeah. Yeah. She went to prison. That's so so messed up. Ultimately, the case was overturned. Oh, good. How long was she in jail? Ten years. Oh Jesus my God! Christ. She was sent to prison for ten years. They did appeals after appeals after appeals oh until it reached God. the highest court, where it just was like, "No, we're not letting you out." Um, ultimately, the case was overturned in the light of new ed- evidence. They did find like a little dust jacket that she had been wearing that actually showed the drag and bite marks. Where the child had been, like, taken away so, with wait, the So, wait, the other clothing they found was the underclothes to the thing. Yeah, oh it was like God. her little, it was like her outfit, 
But the jacket was what got all of the the blood and the, the blood. And stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's like uh, this is. Mm-hmm. Oh my so god! Kind of, and the new coroner re-examined all the evidence and was like, "What the hell happened here? This is clearly a dingo attack." Um, this is real fucked up that you guys locked yeah. the mother up. Fuck you guys. Yeah, they were released but not exonerated. Oh right, the dad went to prison oh too. God. Oh, because of course he was. Wait, what? he's an accessory to murder. Right, because he helped his wife cover up a murder of yeah. a dingo eating their child. Exactly, but Lindy got the brunt of it. Right, she got the. the well, she got she's the, the evil mother. She's the evil mother who uh, faked her child's death. Exactly. And by fake, I mean murdered and then blamed it on a poor innocent dingo who was a wild animal. And, I'm and then a bunch of dingoes were murdered. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, I'm not like, dingoes are fine in the wild, but they are an animal. They're wild, animal. They're wild animals. One or more of them did murder that child. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not great. Raccoons yeah. will fuck you up if you're not careful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I've been children. They're helpless. They're very easy for yeah. a while. Yeah, so especially a ten-week-old baby. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, <laughs> they're soft you need and to squishy. That this was humans this was a tender as, veal baby. Yeah, humans are useless as infants. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing we've survived this long as a species. To be honest, how useless we are when we're little. I'm sorry for comparing a baby to veal. Anyway, well, it is a baby. <laughs> that's what the dingo was thinking. That's what the dingo. They had a tasty meal. Uh, Lindy's ordeal lasted 32 years. Oh my god. 10 years spent in prison, and 22 years fighting to get fully exonerated of the death of her child. And what the, happened to the other children? Uh, okay. good luck. Yeah, they're you not. don't matter. There's no way they're okay. No, uh, they're not okay. Yeah, no part of this is okay. We shouldn't have done the camping. I just imagine every day it's like, how are you? I shouldn't have taken that camping trip. You know they never went camping again. They shouldn't no. have anyway. Yeah. I never would anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah. Foster family. We're going camping this week, kids. No. Camping ruined my life. Yeah. I never want to go to Ayers Rock ever again in my life. Yeah, have you ever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is what they're saying. Okay. Uh, yeah. The death record. Uh, they, she did finally get the death record changed as well. Corner actually rewrote the death record and said dingo murder. You know, <laughs> not mother, mother, not mur- mother murder. It was dingo murder. Great, good. I'm, I'm yeah. glad that took 32 years. 32 years. Uh, 2012. Oh my um, god. <laughs> Michael and Lindy divorced in 1991 because, of course, mm-hmm. that makes sense. And Michael passed away in 2017. Right. And that was his life. That was his whole life. So. Just dealing with that shit. He passed away five years after the death record was changed. That was his whole adult ass life was that. Oh, my God. So, okay. So, dingoes are, don't leave your baby near a dingo. Don't pet him. They're a wild animal. Don't feed them like many wild animals. Mm-hmm. Just don't feed them. No. There was a movie made about this, and I'm sure a lot of people have seen it. And um, Lindy was Lindy was played by Meryl Streep, and she was the one who I think was like who said, you know, a dingo ate, ate, ate my, my baby. baby. Yeah. yeah, and then it kind of just like became a joke. Which is what I thought it was. I've learned something. It's based on a real event. I knew I I was going to educate you guys, and I was like, this is a great moment for us to to hold hands. 
and and uh, go through this journey of sadness together. You're so welcome. So we're now a true crime podcast. Welcome to Animal Crimes. <laughs> I just wanted to do an episode about dingoes, but and I was then you like, found this. Well, no, I, I had already known about this. Oh, okay. Um, but I was like, if I talk about dingoes, I have to talk about Azaria Chamberlain. Yeah, like it just you know. It's just, it's a dingo-related story. And and what's interesting about it is the fact that so many people didn't think dingoes were a problem, but if they had any inkling of maybe talking to First Nations people, like the uh-huh. Aboriginals or anything like that, they right. would know to not, you know, right. fucking get all loosey-goosey with the dingoes. Yeah. I'm sure they knew full they're, well. They could be dangerous. Yeah, I mean, like full any well. wild animal, you can respect them, you can live beside them, but... yeah. They're gonna be hungry. They're gonna take a snacky snack, and yeah. babies are easy snacky snacks. Yeah, the difficulty of living near creatures that you can't directly communicate with is the fact that they are going to be unpredictable simply because they cannot tell you what's what they're gonna do. So yeah. you think you well, know? To be fair, I don't think they would tell you. That well, I'm, I'm talking bad. about like general animals. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, just something to keep in mind, you know? So, don't feed uh, dingoes. Don't feed dingoes. Don't leave your baby unattended in the wild. This is like the first, uh, I don't know, popularized dingo crime. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it, it, was, it was famous because, again, just another satanic panic story. That is uh, cr- oh And, guys, God. watch out for those Seventh-day Adventists. They're Satanists. Yep. The worst yep. crime that their family was prosecuted. Yeah, that is... Yeah, well, really because uh, the dingoes because the were just couldn't, hungry. Couldn't admit that that they yeah. were wrong, and they they botched the investigation. The dingoes were just being animals. Mm. Um, it's really fucked up, but uh, yeah, yeah. So here's a video of a dingo pack howling. Okay, to end on a happy note. A woo. Oh, oh. Is that them making the weird squeaky sounds? No. No. Okay. Those are birds. I thought those were bird sounds. Yeah, dingoes make weird bird sounds. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you're upsetting Rue now. That sounds like Rue. Oh my god, the screaming. It's okay, Rue. Like the cries of my people. Okay, so, so that yeah, is. If you hear that, run. Yeah. If you're in Australia, if you're in America and you hear that, also run. Because <laughs> th- those are ghost dogs and they're going to murder your ankles. So. Your ankles. Well, <laughs> that what an interesting tale of dingoes. I didn't think we'd take a murder side trick. I'll try not to do that again. Well, but it was relevant. It, it, it's <laughs> an interesting um, story. Objection relevance. Okay. That's. The, <laughs> Sorry, this was recorded in the middle of the Amber Heard Johnny Depp Johnson. I'm just uh, <laughs> bro. That's not going to age well. I'm sure that in the decades to come, we're going to be archived. No, people are going to love 
be like, I know exactly we're, we're when We're putting it on the internet. It's already archived. Yeah, it's archived. It exists forever. We'll become, we can't get look, rid of it. We're gonna, we're 50 years from now, people are like, did you hear about this retro thing called a podcast? And the mm. only one that managed to survive is Pet Parrot's Pod. <laughs> what does objection relevance mean? I don't get the reference. Who's Johnny Depp? Pop culture was strange back then, except that it wouldn't even be English that they're speaking. Okay, so <laughs> let's wrap up so Rue doesn't lose her little mind. Keith, where can people find us? Well, Rue apparently wants to tell you. But she's lying to you. Uh, you can find us on PetParentsPod.com, also Twitter, Facebook, there, Instagram, and Discord. Um, tell your friends and family about us if they like animals. Uh, you can email us at parentspod at gmail.com. Uh, as always, we will continue to get better. And good luck. Don't don't get eaten by a dingo. Yeah. Don't. Good luck not getting eaten by a dingo. Yeah, Rue is don't trying feed to the dingo. Rue is trying to warn us of dingoes. So uh, we're gonna say goodbye. Bye. Rue, you want to say goodbye? No. No. Okay. She's done. <laughs>